Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers. Welcome to Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And there is no bigger movie right now than Pirates of the Caribbean. They don't have numbers now. They have a, a, a dash and it says, Dead Men Tell No Tales. But you, as the lead dead man, Harvey uh-huh. Bardem, I welcome you here to do Thank it. Thank you very much, Peter. And I gotta start by saying, you look like in this movie. <laughs> wow. you, should, you should see me when I walk up. <laughs> I look even worse. <laughs> they put their makeup on so I don't look that terrifying. Oh, That's so they had, they had to improve you exactly. to play this guy. So you said right away when they offered it to you, I would love to spend 90% of a movie with yeah. my body falling apart exactly. and that chunks of skin. Things falling up. down, yes. Yeah, uh, it's in my contract. I won't do a I won't do a movie without a without my face being disintegrated, disintegrating. Yes, you're the guy. Always on the sexiest man alive. List. One of them. One of them. One of them. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's I it. Maybe right up at the top with Brad Pitt, Johnny Depp, and me. Right there. Yeah, yeah, that's right the way there. it works. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but now you seem to be working against it in this major way, which is not very very difficult. I have to say. Uh, yeah, I, I I like the idea. They were throwing on me these ideas and concepts of how he would look like and I thought it was uh, very fantastic but and again there's a, a big leap of faith mm-hmm. because drawings is one thing but then how it's going to look like on screen right <laughs> and 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 when I saw the final uh, thing on, on screen I was blown away by the quality of it it's really uh, groundbreaking CGI and but the makeup the face that was real makeup what you see in the movie, it was on my face. And it was three so hours long. So that was long. hanging at three hours. Yeah, which is not long for such a quality makeup. Uh, I know, but what are you doing when they're putting that on? It's bad. You, you go there at five o'clock in the morning, they give you a coffee because <laughs> first they want to be nice to you. They're, they're nice good with morning. the coffee. Any popcorn? You no, no popcorn, no. no. Just coffee, plain mm-hmm. coffee. And then the second thing they do is to put glue on your face. Like if there was a big cow licking up your face <laughs> with glue. And then they put these, as I call, chicken breasts all around your body, things that you can touch and they're like, and then they paint on it. And of course you go through every process. You go, you breathe, you try to go, like uh, find your mantra. And, and then at the end you curse and say, I want to get out of here. And um, but You're it, making it sound so glamorous. Yeah, it's beautiful. Everybody <laughs> that wants to be an actor is going to say, this is what I've dreamed of. Exactly. I'm it's, sitting in a chair with glue on my face. Exactly. With it's chicken like a, breasts. Exactly. It's like going to a, holi- a Halloween party, but for four months, every day. <laughs> so, we, because Johnny Depp and the cast and Jeffrey Rush and all that, they're used to it, but yours is the ugliest by far. Yes. I've never seen anyone in any of the five Pirates of the Caribbeans that looks as bad as you do. So congratulations. Thank you on very that. much. That's really something because <laughs> there's a lot of it. And we should explain that your character, uh, Captain Salazar, yes. he's, you know, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, played by Johnny Depp, has really done dirt to you. You yes. know, he really has led you into this, what they call the Devil's Triangle. The Devil's Triangle. And he cursed me. And, uh, and uh, in the movie, you can see... Uh, 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 we go back in time where Salazar was the master and commander of the Spanish Navy, which at the time was a very strong navy on the seas, mm-hmm. and he wants to get rid of every pirate in the sea for personal reasons. And then this young Jack Sparrow, like a 16-year-old irreverent pirate <laughs> kid, uh, creates this curse on him and, and betray him, betrays him in a way. And then he, this character that it's all about pride, 
becomes this monster of rage and, uh, and pain. Because I saw all that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Even with the makeup and the digital whatever they do, you can see your eyes. Yes, that was a concern I had. Because now uh, when we were, we were talking about the mask and the hair and all that, it's like, okay, great. But where is the performance? We mm -hmm. cannot hide the performance. We cannot put things on the performance. So no matter what you do, it will always be obscured by, uh, by the makeup. And that's not the case. They did a great job in it. So the attraction, besides being able to look really, really bad, I mean, you had a bad haircut in No Country for Old Men. That's <laughs> nothing compared to this. <laughs> Salazar's hair, yeah. it doesn't even exist. I'm really, I really did it because I wanted to find a shampoo advertisement contract. <laughs> Because don't tell me it's not cool. Like, <laughs> no, really, it's like, really. Before every and woman after. would love to have that hair. <laughs> I mean, come on. Sure, everybody like wants moving it. Moving around. <laughs> right. So, because people watch it, they have fun. And it, sometimes to do that, so technically, can take forever. It takes forever. I mean, there's a lot of waiting because those uh, real size boats, uh, they're like, you are shooting all this sword fighting thing for, with 500 extras. And they will say, okay. Now we have to turn the boat, and they have to turn for the light for light purposes. Mm -hmm. It will take like five hours, and you go, okay, what do I do with this for five hours? My chicken breasts, and you have to be under the cold because if you go to the heat, they will melt down. So you have to be in the, uh, in, in, so in the refrigerator. A problem, it's a problem with <laughs> gluing chicken breasts exactly. to your face. Exactly, you have to put your head <laughs> into could, the fridge could for really, five hours. Could really melt. Exactly. I think I'm going to do that tomorrow show. <laughs> just want to see what all that happens. <laughs> yes, just have a nice raw chicken breast. I'm exactly. assuming that I can of course, draw things raw. like that. Raw. So you've worked with Johnny Depp before. I mean. You know, it's funny because this is another one of your classic villains. But when I look at you, of course, I think of Before Night Falls mm -hmm. or Beautiful or the scenes. There's, there's such warmth. You, you mix it up on people. Mm -hmm. But people love villainous characters. Mm -hmm. sure. And Captain Salazar is, you know, joins that, the yes. ranks of those people exactly. to do it. And yet, you give him some of that. Javier, mm -hmm. you know, you give him some of the eyes and the reason for being mm -hmm. what he is. Yeah, because I, I, I haven't done much of those villains actually. I've done three: No Country, Skyfall, yeah. and this one. Yeah, but they're pretty big ones. Exactly. I guess the movies there are there; those characters are in had big echo in in, in the audiences. That's why, uh, in a lot of people's minds, is like uh, the actor who plays villains. But it's it's only been three of them. I've been lucky. Well, they're missing those other movies. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But uh, and in all of them, I tried to find uh, uh, a reason why these people became who they became. Mm -hmm. be behind any monster, there's a human being that has been hurt or that has been uh, cursed in the sense of, like in, in uh, Pirates. So that's the fun as an actor, to, to find a reason why you go at 5 o'clock in the morning with those chicken breasts and that it makes sense to you as an actor say, okay, but there's a person behind all of this that really needs to accomplish something. And, um, and in this case, it's a, it's a person that is all taken by rage and revenge. And we know that those horrible feelings really doesn't uh, uh, bring more than pain to the person who suffers it. Well, in terms of watching Johnny Depp play this character, is yeah. that fun just to be doing that? I... I I'm a moviegoer. I love movies. I've been going to movies since the since I was. I, you know what? What which movie is the one? The first one I saw, all that jazz. Really? Bob Fosse. Bob and Fosse. I was f six years old. 
my mother sneaked me in the theater. And of course, they told my mom, this is not a movie for kids. But my mom was doing a, a, a theater play out of Madrid where we were living. And I was there with her. And she said, but I need to bring the kids with me. And anyway. She's an actress, your she's mother. She's an actress, so yes. Of course she'll bring you yeah. in, Dan. And I was, I mean, imagine being six years old watching that movie. <laughs> I was like, wow. Dancing, chorus girl, exactly. everything is happening. Snap. Exactly. Uh, it's showtime. It's showtime. Right, right that's it. But um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Why did I say that? <laughs> no. Johnny Depp. What, that was that, the that, movie. <laughs> Johnny Depp somehow <laughs> okay. became that. A movie goer. Uh, and as a movie goer, I've watched uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, movies all the time. I mean, through, through, through the beginning. And also a lot of Johnny Depp's performances. And I think what he did with Jack Sparrow is iconic. So when he will become him in front of my eyes, me as a moviegoer, forget about me playing the character, would be like, <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> like, it's like in front of your eyes, something is happening. The miracle is happening. Mm -hmm. And that happened the same to me when I was doing James Bond, Skyfall. Mm -hmm. And there was a scene where I was in a uh, crystal glass kind of prison. M, Judy Dench was there. Uh, Daniel James Bond was there, and he was like, "I'm in the James Bond movie. movie. I've been doing so it." So the movie guard shows up and says, "Yes," <laughs> and then you have to remind yourself that you are working. Yeah, they have the director has exactly. to say, "Javier, yeah, uh, cut. you know, yeah. come on, say your lines." You can't be that excited. You're about to kill it, <laughs> exactly. or you're going to try. I want to bring that up when you when you bring up Skyfall because this week we lost Roger Moore, who yeah, was yeah, I read yeah. To, did you grow up watching those Bond of movies course, like that? Of course. I, speaking of Bond, the one that I remember uh, the most striking for me as, as a kid on a big screen with my dad, it was Moonraker and Jaws. And that world of the space back then and, and, uh, and Jaws being this gigantic, nice, loving figure of, <laughs> sure, of a villain. Right. Yes, of course, I saw all the James Bond by, by Roger Moore. What's going through your head? I can do that? I want to do that? No, never. I was like, like behind that screen, that uh, piece of, uh, of silk, there's a world that I would love to go and jump into. Mm -hmm. But that, be, that belongs behind the screen. In this side of the screen, there's real life. Yeah. I was very aware of the two worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess that's why I'm an actor. Like, I never mix the two worlds. I know, I guess because my mom is an actress and my grandparents were actors, I know to distinguish what is real and what is not. When you're a kid, you can barely distinguish one from the other. Mm -hmm. I did when I was a kid because I knew what fiction was and what reality was in the sense of I saw my mom playing fiction constantly. Mm -hmm. And I know... And I knew that that was work. That was hard work, actually, because I saw her learning the lines, going through the scripts, through the plays, uh, rehearsing at home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, so in order to do what's on screen, you have to go through that? Wow, so that's work. It's not heavy lifting, but it no, can be emotionally of course, that It's way. not brain surgery, but, uh, but you, have to, you have to put time and effort into it. So I think with what Roger Moore was doing in that, as opposed to what Daniel Craig is, who's more like the Ian Fleming uh, James Bond, which is mm -hmm. tough and mm -hmm. ruthless, Roger Moore was the, I don't know, the gentleman James Bond. Yeah, the gentleman, like the, he 
you a lot of irony, no? Yeah. In it. And, uh, There's a wink. And, or... and, that, and that thing. What are you doing with that wink? <laughs> that thing. I mean, he will fix everything with the eyebrow. <laughs> the eyebrow. Huh? Eyebrow, the eyebrow performance. We'll do Boom. it. <laughs> now it's official that you will be in The Bride of Frankenstein. Uh -huh. I didn't see you as The Bride. I never did. I tried. <laughs> I tried. tried. That's the one I tried. And they just said, we're casting you uh, yeah. as Frankenstein. Exactly. So, well, you have the size of the head for Frankenstein, <laughs> and we know that you're missing something in your brain, so you, you'll play Frankenstein. You're, you're perfect for this one. <laughs> and we'll bring some, somebody serious to play The Bride, if you don't mind. Okay. Did you watch that as a kid? Did you see oh, yes. Frankenstein movies? Yes, yes. I, yeah, I told you. I, my first movie was all that jazz. I know, so but that's from not, there on. <laughs> not a horror movie. Though. Not a horror no, movie. No, no. It's no. a musical. Um, I remember exactly seeing, uh, seeing uh, Nosferatu. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was very young as well, of course. And that had an impression on me. That I think, you know... I'm not very good at watching horror movies, I have to say. Really? I'm very scared of well, watching Well, you told me before when, when No Country was out how you hated violence. Totally. I will, they will say cut, and I will just give the guns and say, Get this gun away from me. <laughs> one day I went to the set, and there was, the set was so full of fake blood mm -hmm. and dead bodies, and it was a motel scene where, and I didn't want to get into the set. Like, I'm not going there. <laughs> no, you have to shoot. No, I don't want to go in there. It's scary. It's disgusting. That's me. And then, of course, they put the hair on, and I go, okay, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, once you <laughs> get hair. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's I have to okay walk around with a net, with a hair net. I don't that know That was how very you... humiliating. <laughs> that haircut with, hair with a net. With a net on it. <laughs> and actually, the last day of shooting, I had to take a, uh, an elevator to go to, uh, I don't know what floor in the building. The elevator opened, and everybody in the crew was wearing the hair net. And the first ones uh, were the cones. <laughs> Like, the Cone Brothers like with the to, hair now. Yes, like I went to say goodbye to me. I yeah, was like, fine. oh my God. They do it at the end. Exactly. While they humiliated you through the whole exactly. shooting of the movie. That's, exactly. that's just like them to exactly. do that, right? But look at all the stuff you're doing. Frankenstein's coming up, and you and Penelope did um, Escobar. Escobar. Yeah. So there you are, another really great humanitarian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here he exactly. is. Exactly. Uh, Escobar is a role that I've tried to play, and I've been looking to play since 2000, uh, when they first offered me uh, Killing Pablo, a book, mm -hmm. uh, uh, a script based on the book. And I love, because I, I thought, wow, what a, an amazing character to play as an actor, because it's very uh, uh, a complicated character. But, and I've been offered many Escobars, but I always refused them because they were two one-dimension kind of characters. So finally, uh, after some TV series and other movies happened, finally I got my, my Escobar, which is more about the human side of it, human meaning the person rather mm -hmm. than the circumstances or the consequences. It's about the relationship between him and the journalist, Virginia Vallejo, who was very important in his life as a lover and also as a person who taught him how to also uh, have some impact on people. Uh, on, so he was elected as, as, uh, as a representative of the government, blah, blah, blah. So it's a, it's a relationship between about two minds getting to know each other and creating the world that we know of. For good or for bad. Exactly. We don't know what that exactly. is. Do you think that given all the range of the movies that you've done, that movies can change the way people think? You know, we're living in a really really serious political climate of mm -hmm. terrorism and we can't turn around where we don't see that. 
Yeah. What is, because a, a pirate's movie is an escape from that world. Mm -hmm. And then movies like Escobar are, are being thrust into that world. Mm -hmm. And you want to be in both of them? Are they both important to you that you do both kinds? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, that's what I do for a living. That's mm -hmm. my, that's the only thing that I think I know what to do, for better or worse, sometimes better than others. But, and yes, I think movies can bring something to, mm -hmm. to the audience. And fun and entertainment is not, is not, it's not a little thing. It's 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 a good thing mm -hmm. uh, for people that wants to really sit down and have a break. And uh, if you are looking for entertainment movie, Pirates is one of them. And if you want to also see behind what's what's uh, what we know as the cartel world or the world that we have created through the drugs and uh, the narcotraffic as was invented and as we know it, yeah, you can go and see a Nesco Bar movie. But at the end of the day, it's, the goal is the same, to try to bring something to the people down there on the seats for them to reflect on it or enjoy it, just plainly enjoy it. So I think it's a really great balance for you to be able to do both, yeah. to be able to seriously approach one or then to put raw chicken breasts on your <laughs> exactly. you know. So long leaf, long long leaf that. I mean, I'm going to see, I'm going to put mine on tonight. Anyway, we end this show always in song. Now, I know I can't stop you from singing because it's all that jazz was like the all beginning. Right. But is there something that you like sing to the kids? Is there something in Spanish? In Spanish? Uh, yeah, but I don't sing... I don't sing much to my kids for their own sake. I mean, they're very young; they kids, have to tolerate yeah. it. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> they're on. forced to tolerate no, it. I am right. the father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Later, when they're teenagers, they won't listen. Exactly. To uh, but, but singing is not my thing. Uh, but I, I love, I love to sing in private my ACDC songs and oh, heavy metal hard ACDC. rock songs. ACDC yeah. can't be singing that to these babies. <laughs> Well, hold on. My kid likes very ACDC very much, so. Oh, well, who should I say? So <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. How do you know? Exactly. <laughs> so ACDC, like back in black. Down, da da down, da da down, and then I start to run on the treadmill. That's that's what I do in order to to lose weight. Put ACDC and go for it. And that was it. Three hours. That's what we get. Well, soon you'll be knowing what Frankenstein's listening to. Exactly. On his earbuds. Good question. What, yeah, what music would he listen to? I, I wonder what he would if he lived today. It would be whale, whale singing. You will hear that with the headphones. As he approaches to you. Javier, no one has ever done whale singing. This Here is the go. first. You did it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very you. much. Wow. <laughs>